0: Welcome to the Wrestle Strong Dojo podcast where we bring you reviews, previews and all things related to Wrestle Strong Dojo on Fight TV. We also bring you interviews with wrestlers from the dojo as well as trainees and trainers. My name is Elliot and always when it comes to reviewing shows on Fight TV I'm joined by Sean. Sean, how's it going?
1: Great to be back. Very happy to be back. Season 2, it's upon us my friend.
0: Very excited and very excited to be reviewing the first episode of season two the kicker
1: yeah, the kick oh uh, if it was a horror movie, it to be the kickening, but uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh kicking off with the kicker. I like it
0: I think we just get straight into it. What do you think?
1: yeah, sure, let's go
0: and the first thing that we go into is a promo from Banjo Powers, guess an impromptu match, banjo versus the Ball. Uh looked like the ball won that competition <laughs> four to one. Um but it was Banjo um showing off um a new move of his.
1: Yeah, and uh hey, we talked about last season, uh character progression. I mean, we got to see a lot of banjo in the ring last year, but uh this is our first Real, like, we saw a little bit of promo work from Banjo last year. This is our first real bit of, uh, you know, getting the character really out. Yes, he's the hot shot. We want to know a little more, and it was really good to see. And, hey, I don't don't think you can claim this as a victory to the ball. You had to play for 80 minutes. You might be winning for 78 of those minutes, but if you're down at the end, you're down. So I give Banjo the win over this ball here. He was deflated at the end of this game.
0: Well, yeah. Eventually, uh, Banjo did have the um, the final laugh there where it uh, seems as though he was able to use... Was it, his, was it Suzanne? Yeah, Sweet Suzanne. Sweet Suzanne. Ooh, good. He was able to use Sweet Suzanne on the ball and he picked up his uh, first victory of the season. Um yeah, over uh, the ball.
1: I, I'm pretty sure uh, Tom Hanks from Castleway would be crying at this moment, but hey, Banjo's got the win over the ball in the promo. <laughs> Letting us know, Sweet Suzanne's going to be debuted this season.
0: Yeah, so a uh, really good way to start, um, just by seeing
1: Banjo Powers there and uh, getting I, a bit of insight I insight. Uh, I guess he does need to work on his hand-eye coordination, though. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think so. I sort of um, felt as though that's something that he may have to look over uh, in a spare time, so... Uh, <laughs> Banjo, if you're listening Maybe uh, work on the old Hand-eye coordination And that's that's from Sean Not from myself So uh, Anyway Throw next... me under the bus <laughs> or... <laughs> And next um, We go over um, The final moments From the Freeway championship match Which um, We finished last season on Where we saw Once again Adam You know uh, Slapping on the retribution Onto Dean And And uh, Picking up that submission victory, um.
1: it, it was a really good camera angle too. We saw Dean barely, barely just barely miss that diving headbutt. El Master outside, still oh. trying to get his wits together after the double team that had happened earlier to him. Um, and you saw Adam quick as a flash. I mean, in those championship minutes, that's when a bloke, that's when a man steps up and takes, grabs that brass ring. He did that, he saw an opportunity, he grabbed it, Elmas wasn't quick enough to stop it, Dean caught in it, tough match, great angle to see how we got our first heavyweight champion.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting you talk about um, Adam, you know, in that moment and taking it, um, I was, I had the pleasure of interviewing him earlier, Um, you know, uh, you can look at that episode, it's in the archives and, um, you know I talked to him about that particular moment and he just said he said that he act- he actually had it scouted and oh, yeah. his team had done a lot of work on it and he knew actually that he had to take that moment because he even said you know, if he was maybe a second too late that uh, there's a chance that Dean would have been able to uh, get out of it or would have given more time for Almas to uh, say like save the match.
1: Well, mate, guy, all the kids listening, listen to what the champ says. Prep work. It's not just turning up on the day. He trained for this. Uh, that's what top fighters do. Well done, Adam. And uh, we did get to see a bit of a promo after there. He was uh, a, bit, a bit of a chest-pumping pride thing there, throwing his title up on the wall.
0: Well, you know, obviously he was uh, showing off the Wristled Strong Dojo title, but he was also using all the other titles um As a means of sort of pumping his chest out as well. Um, He
1: he should be very proud of his fight team. They've obviously done very well. They're quite successful. And uh, now he's got another uh, trophy up on the wall.
0: He does. And, um, you know, obviously you saw at the end of the match from the end of last season and even the way that he talks about the title, you could tell it definitely means a lot to him to actually hold that uh, heavyweight championship.
1: I, who wouldn't it to honestly like the way that he had to go through the tournament to get there same as had Dean had to get through the tournament and Elmas had to get through the tournament all three of them we knew that that meant something to them and to see the emotion come out in Adam after he won that uh, doesn't surprise any of us
0: no and um, yeah so that was and it was actually quite good reliving those moments and for anyone listening um, you can actually still catch that um, on Fight TV
1: oh I highly recommend going back to watch that episode that is it's still it's an amazing match mm. fantastic
0: so talking about matches we go into our very first match um, of the season uh, Gujaro Parana versus Johnny Star um Sean, you need to just maybe help me out here. This is the first time I've seen Johnny Starr. Maybe you want to give me a little bit of background on him?
1: Yeah, uh, Johnny Starr, uh, I know uh, during the commentary, Amy Action was talking about it being a veteran, but he's, uh, he is well known around the New South Wales wrestling. Uh, he's been around for a while. Uh, I wouldn't say he's, he's an old-timer, nothing, but he's actually very, very talented. He's quite a competitor. Uh, we were introduced to Gujarra Piranha last season. We did see him debut against, uh, I believe it was was Shaz Namaste. Namaste. Yeah, Shaz Namaste, that's right, at at the Oberon show. But it was, a, hey, what a match. Uh, Technically, fast-paced, yeah, very, very good. These guys decided we kicked off with a great episode. Oh, great, sorry, we kicked off the season with a great match.
0: Yeah, and so the match going five minutes, 41 seconds, which saw Johnny Starr picked up the victory. When he was able to slap that ankle lock on.
1: Yeah, and uh but hey the piranha can hold his head up high. Gujarat did a great job. He he definitely won over some fans. You could hear the uh the Penrith crowd, as we know that um that was done in the Penrith Gales Club, they were really pumped to see uh see that match. I mean, they didn't know anything about either guy beforehand, but by the end of it they were impressed, and so was I.
0: Yeah, um so Johnny St- what sort of? I think I heard in the commentary they were saying, um, "How many years experience
1: has he got?" Uh, I I couldn't be sure exactly how many years experience, but he's definitely been around for a while. Hmm. Uh, I definitely been around for a while, so I, I have seen him before. Um, he's a long time ago now. Uh, he put put me on <laughs> under the pump here, but uh, I could say ten years, mm-hmm. and I don't think I'd be lying.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I think they may have mentioned 10 years in the um, in the commentary. So, um, no, I was I, I was really impressed by Johnny Starr. So hopefully we uh, get the opportunity to see a little bit more of him, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, as the season goes on. Yeah, and, then, uh, and
1: I want to see more Piranha.
0: Oh, Piranha. Like we saw from the match against Shaz Namaste, uh, and we see in this match as well, um, just the uh, athleticism mm. uh, from Gujarat Piranha um yeah i hope to see more of them as well
1: i, I love the mix of the uh i'm a massive uh ultimo dragon fan mm. guilty as charged always have been um and i love the mix of uh the the mexican lucha libre style the japanese strong style and a little bit of uh like world of sport grappling mm. Mm. and i think gujara has got got all those kind of things so i'm looking forward to seeing more out of him
0: yeah, so we go from a a great way to start the season to put the downer of the episode. <laughs>
1: uh, I knew you were I to I knew watching the episode, <laughs> oh, Elliot isn't gonna be happy about this.
0: You could probably tell who I'm talking about, but uh, we get a promo from the forever whinging Shane,
1: Saw. Shane the VIP of WrestleStrong Dojo on Fight TV, Shanesaw. Uh, the crypto geolo- crypto zoologist, is that that correct? Crypto zoologist. Zoologist. Crypto zoologist. Mm. And uh, hey, I I love hearing from. They tell me he's not. Tell me that he doesn't jump off the screen. Yeah, he does jump
0: off the screen, but um, a lot of time he's whinging when he's jumping off the screen. <laughs> um, I went to the um, I checked my tab app, and um, he was paying a dollar five to um. To be complaining about wrestle strong dojo management and um funnily enough
1: just curious what was uh what was tab paying for a guy random guy in a south jersey to turn up in a chainsaw promo surely that's got to be close as well yeah that
0: was close if not lower um yeah so it's a promo from shane saw um talking about you know getting back into wrestle strong dojo the funny thing is, is that it seemed as though we had interrupted him. He was having a bit of a siesta. Uh, well, don't, he don't tell El
1: Master he might be upset that he's uh, stealing his nap time.
0: Well, that's what, I was, that's what I thought straight away. I said, is this, is this, is this chainsaw maybe uh, trying to uh, steal a little bit of our Master Ible stick, maybe?
1: Well, who knows? Hey, he, he has been in Japan. Who knows? Maybe he's been in Mexico. Maybe he's been in Spain. Hmm i mean i'm I'm sure there's some mythical creatures in Spain, and the the chica, the chica cabras, I believe in Mexico uh maybe he's been hunting them, but what we do know is he's trying to find a drop bear the the infamous drop bear. Did you hear about drop bears when you came to Australia first Elliot uh
0: no i I didn't know I did not know much about anything when I came to
1: Australia. Do you know about drop bears? Can you please educate me on drop bears? Well, um, I the only reason I know is because I've been uh, following chainsaw tracking certain things. Now, I, I've only heard rumours growing up. However, the infamous drop bear is the bear that when you're walking a trail, and it's a koala, even though we know koalas aren't bears, but this one, this is a specific one, when you're walking a trail, being territorial, it will drop directly out of the tree straight onto you and attack. Death from above in the cutest way possible. Mm. But unfortunately, they will tear you, to, tear you to shreds. So, Chainsaw's trying to capture one of these deadly drop bears. Um, whereabouts
0: is that? Because I just, just want to make sure so I can avoid going to that place for the rest of my life.
1: Uh, all of Australia. Okay. So, right, um, so, you know how magpies will swoop you uh, during spring? Yes. Your drop bears will drop on you any time of the year, anywhere, Great. anytime. I think Martin Place is probably the only place you can't really have that happen.
0: Well, I'm moving to Martin Place if that's the case. <laughs> um, funny thing here too was that, um, you know, Shane's always talking about tracking and patience and um, he talks about getting back on the trail. Um, is, is this him trying to say maybe um, he's gunning for somebody? Because he didn't mention in the promo, um, I think he said, a certain individual.
1: Well, let's face it, he's always aimed high. Ever since we watched the first episode, Chainsaw obviously thinks a lot of himself. He thinks he deserves to be at the top of the food chain. So who knows exactly who he's trying to call out here? Um, I guess it's a little cryptic, really. It's mm. funny, cryptozoologists being cryptic. Go figure.
0: Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, very interested, believe it or not, to see um, where <laughs> this leads because... Um you know, Shane Saw, he's good at being cryptic, as you said. And he
1: uh, yeah. Le- leaves you wanting more. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. See, you, you might not like him, but you want to find out where he's going.
0: Okay, I think we've dedicated enough time to Shane Saw <laughs> in this episode. Um, We're going to go into something next to talk about, which uh, I thoroughly enjoyed. It looked as though it was the inception of the headliners.
1: Love this. Absolutely. Now... Initially, when I saw it uh, on my Fight TV app, I was watching it just um, on my device, out through the speakers, and I had a lot of sound issues. Hmm. I actually I could hear the music, not a problem. Uh, all the talking couldn't hear it. It was very faint. So I got the gist of it, and it looked great. I had to re-watch the episode with headphones in, and I got all of it, and it was... Uh, it was obviously much better. So that was a technical issue, hopefully. I have had it before on a couple of Wrestle Strong Dojo uh, shows. So hopefully they can find out what the glitch that is because it's not the first time I've heard of it. Um, I just hope it gets fixed because this segment, this promo, fantastic. It was great, beautiful. Great to see uh, Banjo and Jake, uh, two guys that... Uh, Let's just say, haven't had the best of luck recently, trying to get back in the winning ways. And, uh, it, it wasn't exactly when Harry met Sally, but it wasn't far off. I'd say
0: it was definitely a better love story than Twilight, that's for sure. Ah, both sucks.
1: No. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yes, definitely a better story than than that.
0: Um, look, you know, you saw Jake, um, he's obviously still reeling from the fact that he's not the, uh junior heavyweight champion. Um, yes, that is. Looks like he's literally in the gutter. Um,
1: well, yeah, literally. And uh, I believe that Kleenex has been making an absolute fortune out of uh, all the all the tissues he's had to buy to wipe those tears up since he's lost that title. But no, uh, he's da- he's, he did seem lost for a little while mm. there without his
0: belt. But it seems as though he's found a, um, a reason, found a partner that may reinvigorate him.
1: As you were saying before about the chainsaw, about leaving you wanting more, I'm. It, this has left me very interested to see on where the headliners are going. Although, I must admit, I did like the uh, the name, the Budgie Smugglers. I definitely would have bought a Budgie Smugglers t-shirt.
0: Well, you know, as soon as they said that, I was like, man, that's a cool name.
1: Well, would they have had a t-shirt or could you have just bought their... Their signature budgie smugglers, you just see them a crowd full events. of uh,
0: budgie smugglers, <laughs> people wearing budgie smugglers, and so you know, you, at least you know who they're there for.
1: You know what? Uh, let's just stick to the headliners. Good call, guys. Good call, yeah, fantastic.
0: And yeah, look forward to seeing uh, more from the headliners. They did mention the um a tag tournament, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, this tag tournament later on down the track.
1: We've already seen some great tag team wrestling in season one now that we know they're going to crown a new tag team champion can't wait
0: uh, so we go on to the next match which is a triple threat match uh, for the uh, mentioned junior heavyweight championship and before the match starts um, Amy action just goes over some of the um, some of the backstory understanding if you remember from um, was it the end of last season where Jake um, uncharacteristically used the ropes to to um, to pick up a pinfall over the vanilla killer, Ryan Miller.
1: Yeah, I, I believe uh, Underhanded Tactics is on his resume.
0: Yes. After that, Strong Dojo uh, made the announcement that although they can't reverse the decision of the of the match, that they're able to actually make sure that the next match will be a triple threat match for mm. the Junior Heavyweight Championship.
1: And good on them for not questioning the integrity of the referee. I mean, he can only call it as he sees it yep uh we have referee james uh great referee I, I was there at that show i didn't necessarily get to see the feet on the ropes at the time so i can't blame him for missing him so good on Russell strong dojo management backing their boys with the stripes
0: yeah i, I mentioned this uh as we we're talking during last season you know referees get a bit of a tough time mm. um, not just in professional wrestling but in sport, all around the world. And, um, and at the end of the day, they're human just like all of us. They so, can only really see so much.
1: Some of them have eyes painted on. However, <laughs> most are just there doing
0: a good job. That's where we find ourselves here in the Triple Threat match. Uh, the match going 8 minutes, 13 uh, seconds, which saw Alex pick up the pin.
1: Um, you want to talk us through the end of this match here? Yeah, sure. Uh, getting to the match, the... the The match was really good, Uh, some great competitors. We had the former champ, Jake Gibson. We had uh, the current champ, Awkward Alex Irvin, who we've loved so far. Um, I don't think there's been anything he's been involved with so far that we haven't given two thumbs up to. And then we had uh, the vanilla killer, Ryan Miller, who, tell you what, that Oberon crowd was hot for. Uh, we did see a lot of good back and forth between each other, some teamwork as well. Mm. Trying to, it's hard to try and win a triple threat match. I mean, as Amy Action pointed out, you've got to almost take out the other opponent so you can beat the other guy mm. without having to worry about your pins being disrupted or anything. Very difficult, and we saw how that whole mess can ruin one thing, as Jake gave a, in a pushing match. Unfortunately, came off uh, a little uh, unconventionally (laughs) taken out uh, as we saw a slow-mo replay show. He accidentally tripped up, pushed back Alex Irvin, who tripped, his leg kicked up, and got him in the, uh, what's the best PG way to say this? The gentleman's area?
0: Yeah, downstairs.
1: Yes, yes. I I think you did it a a little nicer than I did.
0: Yeah, and uh, towards the end of the match, it actually looked as though Jake was going to get the victory. Mm. He was able to hit that overdose DDT on the vanilla killer. That's a,
1: that's a hell of a
0: move, isn't it? I love watching that move. Mm. And uh, just going for the pin, and that's when Alex was just able to make a save uh, just at the end there. And then, as you said, you know, a bit of a pushing contest. And uh, oh, look, from how we, how I saw it, accidental.
1: Yeah, look, he's awkward. Alex is awkward. And you're going to, if I was Jake Gibson, if you're going to play with fire, you're going to get burned. Yeah. Okay. So he can, uh, he can do his best chainsaw impersonation and complain to the ref or to the management all he wants. Or he can cop this loss on the chin and either focus on trying to get back up the ladder or focus on those tag titles.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, um, what i thought what i quite liked about this match too was uh they had the instant replay at the end of it which yeah. is something uh, we haven't really seen um and wrestle strong dojo on fight tv until this particular match
1: great great introduction to the show love seeing it in there um yeah being able to watch from fight tv and have, instead of having to scroll back on your little cursor mm-hmm. lovely little replay what did i just see yep that's what i thought so Great addition to the uh, to the production there. Well done the the production team on yep. Strong Dojo.
0: We also heard uh, the commentary debut of Mystic Jesse.
1: I just realised the show's called The Kicker, and we just saw a replay of someone getting kicked fair and square in downstairs. And I, look, I Wonderful. must say,
0: um, it was a little bit sad to hear both uh, Amy Action and uh, Mystic Jesse having a bit of a giggle. Oh,
1: yeah, low-act girls, low-act. I mean, you've got no right to laugh at that poor man Uh, unless you have a a, a set of, uh, well, I'm going to say gentlemen's area, okay? You don't understand what it's like. All you girls can laugh, all the men shed a tear for Jake Gibson that day.
0: Well, um, look, they say that's that's one of the biggest pains that the body can be put through what um, Jake went through. So... um... Might just move on yes yeah I, 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 excuse
1: I, I just i need to get myself a moment as well Whew, okay okay we can go on
0: um so after this we see uh, um train like terrible um i thought it was it's fantastic that someone like our master replay is sharing his knowledge um on how he trains and um any insight that we can get into i guess if we're just watching from home to maybe, you know, be like Terrible,
1: look like him, move like him? Well, he's... Uh, look, Richard Simmons, he's not. He, this isn't a Jane Fonda uh, tape to help you get low. Mm. This, this is the man who's been there, done that. I mean, last time we saw him, he was this close to winning the title. So we can't question. He's a, We can't question. He's giving us... He's letting us in to the minor Terrible and how he gets to that level. I mean... Sure, I've never used that as pre workout, but hey, I'm the one sitting here on the microphone and he's the one in the ring. So maybe I should. I probably shouldn't drive home afterwards though.
0: No, maybe shouldn't. But look, um, some great tips from our mastery. And the fact that, you know, someone of his experience is giving it freely as well. Um, Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people making a lot of money off um, secrets like this, but our mastery,
1: bling always willing to give back i mean he he's nothing if he's not a charitable
0: yes and so after we get some um tips from almest rebley um we see shaz namaste looks like he's doing a bit of bookkeeping
1: yeah um we we finished off last season seeing uh shaz doing all he can to try and improve his well not roster, but clientele of uh, yoga students, which was at zero, Mm. uh, the big fat donut. And uh, he's still trying to figure out how to get more. I think he should personally, if it was me, just saying, if it was me, I'd concentrate more on doing stuff in ring Mm. than I would worried about. But then again, you know, like finances, it's the number one worry among many people in, in the Western world. So... Being the fact that he's worried about his finances could distract him from his ring work.
0: Well, I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, in the last season of Rissell Strong Dojo, I think he uh, did not make the announcement basically that he was looking to buy a, um, a studio.
1: He, he did. He definitely did. He wanted to invest in the studio, but you need capital. You need capital. And I don't, sure, he's from the Mystic Nation, but, uh, uh, do, do, can can you pay the bills with crystals
0: <laughs> i don't know i think it might be a bit hard to go to the bank and say look i'm with the mystic nation can you give me the loan
1: you kn- worth a try have you tried it elliot
0: I you know what i'm not going to knock it because i haven't tried it so it.
1: Right, next time we're up for a new car let's uh let's burn some incense and see how it goes let's,
0: let's see how we go um i'll tell you what though um What Shaz is doing on the books, unfortunately, is not helping him in the ring because the very next match uh, we see Banjo-Powers taking on... This
1: was our main event, was it not?
0: This is the main event. Yep. Banjo-Powers taking on Shaz Namaste, accompanied to the ring by Mystic Jesse. And, uh, yeah, this was a great match. I thoroughly loved this match. We saw the athleticism once again of um, Shaz Namaste, his flexibility for someone... Um, you know, if you were to look at him straight away, you would not think that someone of that His size... stature. ...of yeah. stature can perform the moves. But then we also saw on the other side, um, uh, Banjo Powers. And if you actually look back to some of the first episodes of wrestle Strong Dojo, and if you're watching him progress as the seasons go on to where he is now, totally different wrestler.
1: Oh, yeah. He's... Uh, this is a guy who's learned every time he steps through those ropes... Every single time he's came come back, a better, stronger, more oh, just all-round competitor. As we see, very similar to how Jake Gibson blocks out the crowd. Hmm. He doesn't care if you boo him. He wants to get that win. Banjo seems to be the kind of guy who feeds off the energy of the crowd, good or bad. And the way we've progressed now seems to be getting a, bit, a lot more bad energy. But I don't think he minds. It was great, it was a fantastic match, a lot of good back and forth. The grappling was very tight. Uh, some good strikes, a uh, couple of egotistical things from Banjo. But, hey, what do you expect from a guy who calls himself the hot shot?
0: Well, yes, you're right. Um, yeah, great match. Uh, match going 9 minutes, 46 seconds, where Banjo picked up the pinfall um, after hitting the sweet Suzanne.
1: Sweet. Uh, hey, he warned us. He warned us, didn't he? That, that poor ball. Shaz should have been watching that ball.
0: I mean, you know, I thought about that promo with the ball and um, I hope that the the ring staff were quick to go check Shaz Namaste as soon as he hit that because I heard that watching it. Mm. Um, and, jeez. Uh,
1: it did leave him deflated. It definitely left him deflated. Could yes. have been the loss.
0: Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, a great match. A great main event for episode one of season 2 um but then after the match there's the announcement that banjo not only won the match but he also found himself holding the um the coin of chance
1: yes sorry sorry is just curious for, is it chance or chance for you It's
0: uh, because Wrist Strong Dojo here in Western Sydney, here in Penrith, it's chance.
1: You're you're more than welcome to say chance. I don't mind if you dance and stuff like that. But (laughs) uh, no, it was great to see a debuting. um, uh, It's obviously not a title. It looks like an opportunity, Mm. say, for um, uh, like in other... Promotions: How you'll have the uh, TNA or Impact would have the Feast or Fired case, and mm. uh, the WWE would have the uh, Mister Money in the Bank. Mm. Uh, I, I believe the NW, uh, Sorry, New Japan, has the same kind of uh,
0: yeah, the the G like the G1 Climax um,
1: briefcase. The briefcase, yeah, It seems to be something quite in that vein. So Queen of Chance. I mean, uh, hey banjo all he had to do was uh do a do a promo and he got it i mean i don't think he can complain I mean, he didn't even have to win a match but we did see him come up trumps in that last match so congratulations to him uh interested to see w- where he goes with this i mean the coin of chance is he going to take it when's he going to take it
0: well you know when you know who's he gonna use it against mm. you know he's got two uh, potential titles there where he can say, hey, I want that title. And he's obviously entitled to it. Um, that's, so that's does he true. go down the route of the junior heavyweight or does he um, set his sights high and go for the, uh, the the man at the top of the mountain?
1: That's, I mean, Alex Irvine's been a fighting champion so far. Mm. I, I don't think he'd, uh, as awkward as he is, I don't think he'd shirk from that challenge. And we all know how much of a uh, fighting champion Adam is. I mean, he just worked went through Helen Back to get that title. I don't think he'd hand it over so quickly. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see where Banjo Powers wants to go with his Queen of Chance at uh hey I can't wait. I can't wait to see more.
0: Um I'll tell you what, you, you mentioned can't wait to see more. Um, one thing that we did see in this match was uh I guess you can call it outside interference. Um mm. Mystic Jesse uh makes her makes her presence felt. She uh, gets in the ring um gets a fireman's carry on banjo
1: the old airplane spin airplane yeah.
0: spin um i'll tell you what looking forward to seeing more of mystic jesse we hey, we got, got enough action.
1: we did get just a little taste of her uh last year uh, a little bit of uh work with the mystic nation and uh shaz namaste uh, we got a little promo and now we've got to see her in the ring albeit as a second uh, let's see what she can do one-on-one or in a tag let's let's see her what can, what can she do other than distraction because distracting she did a good job yes
0: yeah and we're once again seeing this uh, mystic nation evolve as well so looking forward to seeing what happens there are they going to recruit more members who knows i guess uh all we could do is continue to watch wrestle strong dojo on fight tv yeah.
1: Love loving the fight tv app i mean I, i've been introduced to a lot more wrestling through uh, the fight tv app thankfully and, and i watched a lot of wrestling beforehand i'm hoping that a lot of people have the same as me from around the world stumbling on the rest strong dojo and going hey this is pretty good mm-hmm. it's really good actually yeah so love to see it and uh yeah can't wait every sunday night
0: yeah um if there's one thing i can urge people to do who are listening um it's a bit it might be a bit challenging for us now with Daylight Savings uh, so it is on a little bit later than what it was during uh, Season 1 but um, when you do watch it live you're able to actually engage in conversation live conversation uh, with people watching the match and you know I um, I actually stayed up to watch it on Sunday um, and it was really fun just chatting with people watching the show and even I think one particular person watching a show from the UK talking about watching Wrestle Strong Dojo. So
1: here we are. This is exactly what we're talking about. It's really good to see. I um, mean, I personally haven't been involved in the chat, but I knew I've seen it. I've know what you're talking about and uh, I look forward to being able to do that soon as well because uh, but we're talking wrestling now. I love talking wrestling. I can't wait. So if you've got the opportunity, guys, get on there, watch watch away, have a chat, talk in live. Live while you're swatching it, great idea! Good work, Ellen.
0: Definitely looking forward to next week, uh, episode 10 uh, Gibson Palooza. So it seems, uh, for all you Jake Gibson fans, they're um, <laughs> stand back,
1: of, guys. All of you, all you big fans.
0: Sorry, I just heard the crickets in the background as you said. All, all those fans, so. is that
1: tumbleweed?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to the next episode once again. And uh, looking forward to talking about it.
1: Yep, I, I can't wait. Uh, every episode, every week, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we finished off with a bang last year, and we've got a little bit of a taste what we've got in this season coming up. So, Elliot, let's uh, look forward to next Sunday, eh? Yep, no worries. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure, and uh, thanks for listening, guys.